Hello and welcome to the Property Management Show. I'm your host, Alex Osinenko. My day job is a CEO of 4.5, a marketing company that works exclusively with fee-based property management companies. I spent the last seven years of my life helping property management companies become more successful by improving sales, marketing, and operational efficiency. On this show, we'll deconstruct success into its key components and invite subject matter experts to help you improve every facet of your business. Thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show. Hey, so our topic today is um, how to find, hire, and retain the best people to help you build your business. And uh, my guest today ha- you know, is in property management industry, but he is sort of like me. Uh, his company services property management companies. But unlike me, this gentleman had few successful exits in the past. In other words, he started and successfully exited companies. So he's got uh, bringing us a wealth of experience in terms of hiring, retaining people. And uh, he's none other than Jindo Lee, the CEO of uh, Happy Company, Happy Inspector. Jindo, how are you? I'm good, thank you, Alex. How have you been? Oh, life has been good. Thanks for asking. <laughs> um, so, hey, um, can, can you give people your background just a little bit and um, maybe we'll get right in it? Yeah, yeah, sure. So, um, I guess uh, from a you know, very quick overview, I, I actually was brought up in Australia, um, grew up there. I studied graphic design at university, um, or what you guys call college. Mm. Um, from that, when I graduated, I worked for a few uh, web design companies, worked in video games for uh, Mortal Com- uh, Midway Games, the guys who made Mortal Kombat. Um, after that, I um, worked for a few more companies and started my own digital agency, um, sold the company and started a, a, another one or two other um, smaller um, apps or products. Um, and I sold one of them, and then what actually happened was I started using a lot of my um, my funds from that to invest in real estate. Uh, you know, being being uh, Asian, my dad was always, always saying, "Yeah, go buy some property." I'm like, okay, <laughs> so I started doing that, and uh, out of that sort of um, uh, came the problem of you know the inspection process, or when a property manager does an inspection on your on your, on your properties. It was all paper based, um, which was uh, you know really hard to read. Um, it was a pain for both ends of just not just the, the landlord, the resident, as well as the property manager. It's a terrible process, right? So um, we started building out um, a software in 2000 and uh, I think end of 2011, so 2012. Um, went to the market, really had a lot of success, signing a lot of customers, and um, here we are today. Excellent, excellent. Well, so you know, every business needs people, and. I think without people, um, it's kind of hard to succeed, in my opinion. You know, you can't really scale. Um, software can only take you so far. You need the best people. So here's my question to you. And, you know, let's do kind of a, a one-two punch. You give one, I give two. So we can, okay. um, how do you go about the hiring process? What, how do you start and give me some ideas of where you advertise? What does your hiring process look like? Looks like? Yeah, so I, I think like... Um, so maybe I'll probably start by saying hiring and firing is probably the hardest part about um, running a business, right? Like, so both of them take a lot of time. Um, 
you know, there's there's a lot of um, highs and lows that come out of a, you know, there's a lot of highs when you come out of a good hire. When you have someone that's terrible, like it's probably one of the worst feelings in the world, right? So um, I, I can't really say I've had the, the best process, but this is sort of something I've kind of been building up, um, uh, well, learning as I go along. So I think um, the, the key thing is really understanding what you need in your business, right? So I think it really starts from creating a, a very clear definition of what you what you need in the business, so what functions that the person needs to do. Um, but more importantly, tr- understanding that the culture and um, um, culture of the business so that you make sure that the people fit into uh, your, your day-to-day culture um, from day one. Gotcha. So it, it, it sounds simple enough, but it, it is really not. So you know, in, in, in the case of our customers, if they're hiring a, you know, a property manager versus, you know, an accounting person versus a salesperson versus, you know, um, maybe an office manager. So all these different positions will, will come with different things. And, and so a couple of things that I, you know, I, I, I do that really helps me out. And, you know, it is um, placing an ad and all we do is Craigslist. We don't, we don't really use any recruiters. And the reason why we it works for us is we spend I spend as much time writing the ad I'm telling you yeah. right now as as much as I do any page on my website. <laughs> it is yeah it is it is the content it is the advertisement of my business. I make sure a couple of things. So here's what I do. I specifically describe not only what they do but what they would learn. But yeah. part of being part of our organization, here are the things that you'll take away to further your personal professional development. I, I'm clearly kind of specifying what that is. And mm-hmm. one of the things, this is controversial. Nobody does this. Um, sure. A few people do this. I, I put the salary up there. Yeah. What do you think about that? Um, I, I, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think, I think the, the salary is interesting. Like it, it can, this putting a salary that really helps to shortcut the, the, you know, it helps you to weed out people really, mm-hmm. really right? So I think that's definitely something that we've, we've done. Um, in the past, we've tried putting salary out versus not. And to be quite honest, um, it really depends on the role you're hiring for, right? So if you're hiring for someone reasonably senior, then you don't yes. really have a salary range, right? If it's pretty ju- junior, let's say you're in a property manager or a content marketing person that's junior, you know that's going to be between like just an a high level like 40 to 60 grand or whatever it is um, so that's not that, that's yeah then, then I'll put that up um, but I really like the idea of um, telling people what they're going to learn or what you know like because I think you look at it from the perspective of the um, potential employee right so you, what they're looking for is obviously they're unhappy with their current day to day that's why they're looking for a new job but so I think it's really important to sell them what this new job will get them to and I think you outlined it pretty pretty well. Um, I agree. One yeah. more thing, I'll give one more trick that I have, and then maybe you have one that you pull out of your sleeve for uh, for our listeners. Yeah. But uh, the the most effective thing by far, and mm-hmm. we, when we forget to do this, our uh, quality applicants drop drop by fifty percent. I'm not kidding you. Yeah. It pictures. Oh right. Every you go to Craigslist, search for four and a half. Every one of my ads, employee job ads, has pictures of the team being out, you know, or, or singing together or doing a breakfast club or just, just enjoying ourselves. 
and kind of the atmosphere in the office. You know, the friendly, the, the, the diversity, the, the, the smiling faces, the, you know, the, the incredible kind of focused look of people who are kind of happy to be where they are. Yeah. That draws people in. You don't do it, you're going you're gonna to discount your applicants by 50%. Nice. I think that's a, that's a really good tip. I'll, I'll, I'll start to test that as well. It's uh, not going to hurt. Yeah. And uh, I mean, something we do, right? So, um, so I'm, I'm looking for people that can just get stuff done, right? Or, you know, get shit done. You can, you can, you can edit sure. this out. <laughs> so like, but, and I think that's really important, right? Because as a business owner, you don't have a lot of time. And imagine if you had to handhold this person all the time and remind them. I think that was probably the worst thing I could think of. So we really make sure that people are very detail-orientated. And one thing we do is we say in, in, our, um, in our job description, we actually, at the bottom, like how to apply, we say, do not send your resume because I don't really care about your resume. All I really care about is your, I want a, LinkedIn, your link, a link to your LinkedIn profile. Um, and depending on the job, give me something um, so that I can gauge you on. So, for example, um, uh, you know, for a marketing role, we, we would say, um, you know, create. If you don't give me a traditional resume, send us your LinkedIn profile, and then create a website, a single page landing page about yourself, and sell yourself to me. That's pretty cool. All right, and so that way you, you test a few things. You test the skills that they can actually create a landing page or web page. You can test the way how they write, right? They copy, and you can you can actually get a lot of learn a lot about the personality of the person, you know. So, and the other thing is like um, how they sell themselves is very important as well because everyone is a, in a sales function, right? You know what I mean? Like everyone is selling. So, um, that's kind of an example of like why why we and resumes are interesting because they don't they're very um, resume scrap, man. I, I I agree with you on that. <laughs> Right, yeah. And by the way, when you put that thing, don't send me a resume at the bottom, I guarantee you, because I've tried that, 50% yeah. of the applicants still b- kind of bull through with a damn resume, don't they? Yeah, yeah. And, and um, more, I think it's higher than that. I think 60 yeah, or 70%. You're probably right, yeah. Don't, they don't uh, even read that part. They don't read. They, they yeah. send you their resume and they don't do any of the things you ask them. Right? And, and to me, it's easy. Then it saves me 60% of the time I would have spent on yeah. you know interviewing someone for 15, 20 minutes. So... Uh, I think so if really you're good. hunting for a job, here's the tip from Jindo and I, the two CEOs on this call. Yeah. Don't do shotgun, snipe. Yeah, I, I totally <laughs> agree. I, I personalize your, your application, yeah. right? Because, um, yeah, nothing, nothing screams uh, louder than, you know, like having, having like a shotgun, uh, you know, a, a casting a wide net approach. Yeah. Um, you don't go to a bar and ask every single uh, girl in there to go out with you. You know what I mean? Yeah, unless <laughs> you're completely desperate and then who cares about you, right? So that we don't, don't care about you also. <laughs> yeah, you don't announce it to the bar. <laughs> yeah. All right, no, that was, a, that was a good tip, man. That was a really good. I think we're getting right into it. So uh, we have uh, a limited time here, you and I. I know we have a lot of fun, but, you know, let's stay reasonable. Um, so um, let's go into, if you don't mind, unless you have another trick, let's go into kind of retention, you know, and retention essentially is, you know, motivational, it, it, you know, people need to kind of com- connect to the work and they, in other words, you as a, as a CEO, it's your job or as a manager, as a president, it's your job for people not to hate their job. Yeah. If they hate your jo- their job coming to work, it's your problem, your fault. So yeah. what do you do for your folks not to hate your job, their jobs? Um, yeah, it's a very it's a good question. So I think it's, um, you know, I read, I read somewhere that um, 
people want to feel they are in control of their destiny or their lives, right? That's that's when they feel um, empowered. Um, you know, like like someone on a basketball court. Like if you talk to you know, top athletes um, who, who you know who've kind of retired, they always talk about when they were playing sport. That was when they were at their best, their peak performance, you know. And and it's around like, you know, for, as a basketball player, when the ball is in your hands, you, you feel like you're in 100% control of the next move. You can pass, you can shoot it. You know, that, that sort of moment in time is very important, right? And I think that kind of translates to work as well. So um, allowing employees um, to feel like what they're doing, they're, they're in control of what they're doing, right? That doesn't mean do whatever you want to do, but setting some very high-level overviews or maybe high level targets for the for their job and their their, 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 their job role um, but letting them build an, an, their way to fulfill those job descriptions so um, you know there are things where they have to obviously follow process and procedure but in general you know if you micromanage too much people hate it right and actually it really depends on the organization like some some companies really like to micromanage, and that's part of the founder, the founders or the president. Um, but for ourselves, we actually like to, I, I like doing as little as I can and pushing the responsibility onto the, the next person down the chain. And then ideally, they keep pushing it down until you can't push it down anymore. So it's interesting that you'll never pick up your phone. You're so busy. So you're doing as little as you can, <laughs> but there's so much of it that you're still like, you're still, at least me, I, I, I can barely, I, can, I, I can't find 10 minutes. Um, yeah, you know, without being scheduled to have those ten minutes, but at the yeah. same time, you know, this is uh, I agree with you. I agree with you there. One thing I found, and and this is I work personally, and we discussed this before the call for some terrible companies, terrible mm. butchers. <laughs> I mean butchers, you know, yeah. butchers of people. And yep. I worked for some excellent companies. Like I, I, I don't have any gray. My life is white and black. I don't know what it is, yeah. but so the good ones and one thing I found and what, what I follow religiously is uh, and really that is my only religion truly is transparency yeah mm-hmm. so you know and, and that it doesn't mean you just speak it and you live it right and the way we yeah. live, you know we have a sales board right in the middle of the office people ring the bell when we get a new customer you know we welcome that new customer welcome that new business knowing that you know we're working hard and you know our customers recognize that right so they're yeah. uh, you know we have a monthly meeting where i'll actually go through the sales the expenses kind of the whole thing so people understand exactly you know where we stand and they feel comfortable that that when they come tomorrow you know, we're not going to start cleaning out the desks. You know, the yeah, company's sure. doing well. People appreciate it. People know it. You know, they grumble, they talk, but I know they love it. And, you know, we buy them lunch during that yeah. meeting. That also helps. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. little things like that. I think transparency, I wouldn't say it's a little. I think it's the biggest. But, you know, buying lunch and things like that and, and getting people together and getting people aligned behind the same goal and purpose, yeah. you know, even once a month, works for us. Yeah. No, and I think it's going back to the same thing, right? Like letting people feel empowered, right? If if you had a, like, I've been in organizations um, early in my career where you couldn't see what was going on. And it just felt like you're just coming to work, clocking in, clocking out, nine to five or whatever it is. Um, but, you know, when you start, when people start to see, you know, how things work and you empower them, you do more, trust them with the information, they actually become more um, involved in the business. Right, and I, I think that's really important, especially for for us, because we don't have a lot of time as as the the leaders of the business. And the more you can entrust people to do their job and go beyond what what what's expected of them, that's that's amazing for us. Yep, and and the opportunity you know goes goes both ways. You know, they're learning, they're gaining, 
you know, yeah. and and hopefully you know they have a stake in the business because that's one other thing. It's not my second thing, but yeah. it is. It goes right next to transparency. We actually um, we do stock options for people, you know, all the way down to you know everybody in this company. Yeah. Uh, once they you know uh, stay here for a little while, they get opportunity to get stock options. And the thing is that. You know, everybody tells me like, ah, it's early, Alex. You don't want to do it. It's early, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like it's too early. Um, yeah. But I have my own opinions about this. I, I think if my if my people are pulling, and if we all pulling, we got to pull the same way. And yeah. you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, I don't want to be the only one driving the M three. I want my people to to cash out when the time comes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think like stock options is a you know I think it's um, fairly common in, in technology startups or businesses like ourselves. Um, but I think it's really good. Like people feel like they have a they are part of a business or part of a, something bigger than themselves. Um, I think well, other things I think we do to retain. Um, you know, I think it's very important to follow like a. We, we have a very strict cadence in terms of um, uh, meetings. So we obviously have like a, a yearly planning session. We have a quarterly, monthly, weekly, and then um, sort of like a daily stand up. And really that. You know, that really, that rhythm really helps to set kind of people's expectations at every level and making sure everyone performs. So um, that's interesting. I like that. So a steady schedule, a cadence for kind of key meetings within your company. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's and really well, so for example, like this year, you know, we had an annual retreat uh, which we did in Vegas. Um, so we had about like every we flew everyone in. So we had about twenty seven people or so in, flew to Vegas. Um, North Vegas, it wasn't the the strip or anything, mm-hmm. uh, but we sat down and then we planned out for the year right, what the year would kind of look like. Um, and then what we did, we started doing quarterly planning. So for the Q1, what are these um, company metrics or targets? So you bring. Let me. I'm sorry to interrupt, but do yeah. you bring everybody into these planning sessions? Uh, yeah, for the uh, everyone from a company level, then um, they broke off into um, their departments or functions to do the quarterly for their for their That's team. Really good, man. Yeah, and then the, the the best part of it is each person then has smart goals for the quarter, and their smart goals um, essentially help to um, help to ach- help the team to achieve the quarterly goals. The court, and then the team's goals help to achieve the company achieve the quarterly goals. So you you again passing that that ball down to the lowest like lowest probably the the most lowest um, employee right. So that they go okay this this quarter I'm going to be. Um, you know, rigging the phone hundred times a day or whatever it is, right? And and so that, I think that's really important. Everyone has their smart goals. I made sure that they wrote it down and wrote it down and sticked it in front, of, stuck stuck it on the wall in front of them. Gotcha. Well, you and I need to talk more about this because I want to learn more. To be honest with you, uh, we do this similar. I have people in teams. Uh, uh, actually, we had <laughs> we had a fun competition. Uh, we we're redoing our plans, and we had you know we have restructured certain elements and plans of figuring out what customers going to use bit more. And we're introducing new phase based plans where you know instead of a year commitment, we go in shorter you know bursts of yeah. productivity with different products kind of bringing, building their brand customer's brand six yeah. months at a time pop, 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 three phases so anyway we had people pitch their versions of the phase plans you know mm-hmm. uh, to me and John and me and John were like the shark tank we were, <laughs> <laughs> we were, yeah, we would either you know commit or not commit it was kind of yeah, so we made a fun competition but yeah no I want to take this a step further I think yeah. we've gotten um, we've gotten like a key directors on the planning sessions yeah, but I have not gotten everybody. I think that's a I think that's a great opportunity. Yeah, 
I mean, like key directors are great to sort of steer the business and the the, the company, but I think the day to day operations, like the key directors, are far removed from it, right? Like outside of you and John, everyone else is pretty removed from operations. Um, so I think, it, and, and again, like you, you guys aren't doing the work, so um, it should be left to the person doing the work to plan their life. <laughs> no, it, it makes it makes absolute sense. Um, so certainly, uh, um, we'll borrow some of the strategy. So let's go to the next thing. So you said, essentially, I said transparency. You said, you know, not only a specific cadence for the meetings, but also bring, celebrate successes and bring everybody into the planning. Make yeah. them actually be the, uh, you know, um, what is this, the forecaster of their own faith or something like that, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So um, how about, uh, here's my next one. Um, we do a monthly, we call it a breakfast club. So every morning, we get together. Uh, so excuse me. Every Monday morning at yep. eight to nine, we dedicate yep. an hour for a learning of some sort, right? So, yep. and we all get together in the kitchen. It either we listen to a podcast and discuss. And uh, uh, last time I had guys and gals give me a three-minute pr- presentation, just tell us a story. So we listened to Michael's Port podcast <laughs> on uh, on how to you know how to tell a story, and I had the guys tell a story. It was so much fun. I learned so much. It was just incredible. Um, yeah. and, and you know they're actually walking away with skills. You know it's not easy to stand in front of twenty colleagues, yeah, mm-hmm. and tell a three minute story. And if you don't fit in three minutes, you have to stay and just wait for the time <laughs> to expire and look yeah. dumb. Or if you go over, the buzz goes off. You you, know, you get gone. shoved yeah. to the side. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, anyway, so we do things like that. Uh, do you guys do any of those uh, interesting like, um, kind of training? Yeah. Well, we we have um, so we have like a we have actually two all hands. Um, meetings a week so uh, I think on Tuesdays we have like a all hands on deck meeting where we go through the company you know like metrics what's happening any updates to product um, and then on a Friday we have a more informal meeting where we everyone I can get um, get get together and sort of share what they've learned this week right so some people are like oh I've learned that I'm really bad at time hand like handling my time uh, and then why X Y you know they give some reasons why uh, or you know what we've learned this week is our customers are looking for this product feature and this is the reason why. So we kind of like learn from each other that way. Um, we have like a what we call like a happy university. So essentially just a um, a big list of books, audio books, um, anything that you know I've really enjoyed learning from or anyone that enjoyed learning from, and that people can go and start reading. And then on top of that, we have um, once a month we try to get someone to present. And something fun, or something that they, they're an expert expert in. So, um, we got one of our engineers to learn teach people how to code <laughs> the other month, and it was great because people then start to understand how hard it is to to do programming. And so, you know, people always think, "Oh, can't you just build that feature tomorrow?" Mm-hmm. After that, everyone was you know, gave them the respect and said, "Okay, we know how it takes." <laughs> um, Interesting. Do you yeah. uh, do you think you and I can do? Because uh, I I'd love to bring somebody in. I've been thinking about it. Actually, in fact, I'm talking to some few college professors up in uh, Berkeley to come and speak to us. They're a little dry, folks. So I don't know. Uh, some yeah. of them are fun, but you know, uh, they they want to do a longer kind of a, a you know three months uh, you know uh, coaching yeah. sessions. Are you, you you interested in some kind of maybe uh, expert exchange for a day yeah, yeah, or yeah, not I for a day for for a session? Yeah, you mean like just between us? Yeah, between us. So yeah, I, I'll you know I'll send somebody to talk about something to you, and you send somebody to talk about something to me. Yeah, that, that yeah that that's fine. I think one one thing that um 
on that sort of note, one thing as a, as as leaders, I don't know how possible this is in for our listeners, but um, um, what we do, what I sort of do is have this thing called CEO shadowing, right? And what it is 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 being a, a owner of a business or CEO is a very lonely job, right? Like it is indeed. No one really understands a lot of the issues you go through, except someone else that's in the same position. Um, so what I've done is on a few occasions I, I have a CEO shadow. So I go to my friends who run other companies. And I say, hey, can I come to your business for a day to, to see how you run your business, right? Like, and be as open or as transparent as you are comfortable with. And then you just go in, interview their people, talk to them, see how they operate. And then they do a day on in our business. And that's been really transformational. Like, I've learned a lot about um, my strengths and weaknesses. And, you know, after, like, let's say I go visit your, your company. After they, after speaking to everyone, talking to you, I give you like a report and I say, Alex, you know what? Like these, these are the four areas which I think you guys are really strong at. These two are the, the weaker areas. Or this is where everyone says you're a great leader and these are a point where you might want to improve on. Wow. And that's helpful, right? And so I think, um, you know, as much as we, we talk about employees and hiring and training the right people, a lot of it's about hiring, training ourselves as leaders <laughs> to be better at our job. I like um, that idea. And- I have not heard that before. Yeah, and you have to find people you trust because <laughs> sure. some, some stuff you share is very um, sensitive and, and um, uh, yeah, you don't want that to you know, just be anyone on the other like receiving that information. So for our customers, I think the best bet would be to go to a buddy's you know, mechanic or you know, auto shop or, or you know, accountant's office or you know, if they have a startup or whatever, their restaurant, whatever it is they have. Yeah, it Not doesn't matter. In a property management a exactly, a business is a business, right? Like it doesn't really kind of matter. Um, if you could go to a property management like um, you know, buddy, maybe in a different state or a different location that's not competitive to you, that would be pretty good because you can start to see. Oh, and and yeah, Narpen, there's a lot of um, really good operators at Narpen, right? Yeah, they they actually have that. They used to have that a lot more than they do now. I don't see this right. anymore. But I've mm-hmm. seen people go and specifically like fly to Oregon to see Chris Hermansky operation. You yeah, know, right. Uh, I, I've seen that happen. Uh, I've seen that happen before. It doesn't happen as much. Or maybe no. I don't hear about it. Yeah. I mean, people don't usually talk about, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's one of those things you, you yeah, <laughs> it, it's controversial. But I think it's a, it helped me a lot. So, mm. yeah, it's a tip. Interesting. All right. So do you have any parting words? We're uh, close to the end of our day here. So do you have any parting words of wisdom? Um. Well, I think the the age old, um, you know, uh, higher, higher, slow, and fire fast is is very important. Um, something that I've really had to learn in the last uh, three years, especially this business, is like firing faster. Because right? yeah. I, it's it's so hard to fire someone. It's so emotionally draining. But um, you know, when someone's not right for the company, um, you you have to make the decision quick and fast, and then just do it. <laughs> I can't agree with more. You're wasting their time. You're wasting your time. Yeah. Uh, I've had few things to a few few firings to do. Don't enjoy them. It's my worst day. My wife does That's, knows doesn't don't don't yeah. don't mess with me on that day. On that day, you know, <laughs> you, know it, it, you feel terrible. But at the end of the day, you're doing them a favor. You're doing yourself a favor. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a good thing. So yeah, I appreciate it. All right. Uh, so Jindo, tell people where they can find you, find your company. Yeah. So they can uh, come visit us on uh, www.happy co.com so happyco.com gotcha uh, that's about it well uh, I'm Alex with 4 we do marketing for property management company and Jindo forgot to mention but I'll help him out <laughs> you guys do inspection software right 
<laughs> exactly. So we, we, we help you replace all the uh, pen and paper inspections that you would do in, in, in your business with um, mobile technology. Excellent. And their technology is top-notch from what I hear. Um, anywho, I hope you enjoyed this, uh, this podcast, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you. Thank you.